Hi, Explorers. I'm Adriana Scori. I'm Cindy Dowsett. And I'm Lauren Rodick Eberly. We are the mamas behind Kids Who Explore. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. We are honored to share the mic with adventurers from all over the world. Explore with only the essential elements. Elements Inc., Western Canada's leading dealer of Patagonia and Filson, carries high quality and timeless products so that you can have less to live more. Carrying a curated collection of outdoor and lifestyle apparel and accessories, they are in business to protect the places we love to explore and help kids and families alike to live outside the lines. They donate 1% of every sale to grassroots environmental and social groups focused on conservation efforts and youth programs. Shop locally in-store at Patagonia, Banff, Calgary, and Victoria, as well as their affiliate Elements Outfitters locations in Calgary, Edmonton, and Sawasin, or visit patagoniaelements.ca. Screen time is a topic that comes up a lot in our podcast, likely because screen time is in stark contrast to getting outside. But there's a place for screens too, and we try our best to use them with intention. So today, let's talk about our use of screen time. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. I'm really happy we're talking about this because I just feel like it really is something that gets brought up in almost every podcast at some point. So I thought we should just address it all as a whole. I'm very curious to see how this conversation goes because you guys still have littles and they're still your first. So it's going to be very interesting. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Yeah. And maybe five years from now, we're going to be doing this podcast and we'll do limiting screen time part two (laughs) and we will have a different tune about it but that's why I actually wanted to start talking about our relationship with TV and I guess we should also point out everyone's gonna have different perspectives on this so there's no one right answer we're just sharing our three experiences yeah and everyone can take whatever they want from that because I know I have friends who absolutely love TV they love raising their kids on TV and that's like their family bonding time they like cuddling and watching and that's that there. My husband also loves TV way more than I do. (laughs) But my relationship with TV is I actually, I don't know if you guys know about Lent. Lent is leading up to Easter and it's 40 days. It's actually 44 days, but anyways, it's 40 days where you give up something or you can do something, but usually it's giving up. So in grade four or five, no, it was grade four for sure. Grade four, I gave up TV for Lent and I pretty much never went back to it. And since then, I've never turned on a TV by myself. So I don't even actually know how to work our TVs, but my <laughs> personal relationship with TV is I actually really only watch it with true intention because it has to be like my husband saying, oh, hey, do you want to watch this documentary together? Or my parents being like, hey, there's this sh- this music show out. Do you want to watch it with us? So then we plan times to get together and watch it. So that's my relationship with TV. What's your guys' relationship with TV? My relationship's pretty casual with TV, to be honest. Like, um, there are times when we throw on Netflix or, like, I guess Amazon. I'm not really overly into TV. Same, similar to you, Lauren, except for like Logan does watch it quite a bit and have it on almost as background noise, I guess you could say. So yeah, sometimes I get into say a true crime series and then I'm like super interested in watching it or like a good romantic movie that I watch over and over and over again that I love. Um, But then most of the time it's just like, I'm kind of 
bored with TV. Like my attention is just kind of not overly there when it comes to that. Um, but my baby is utterly fascinated when the TV comes on and he is learning things like he said, like hockey the other night. And cause he's watching, he was watching the hockey game and there's certain things I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, and I don't know if kids are supposed to watch TV when they're only 11, 10 months old. I honestly don't know, but our baby, you know, sometimes watches it or has cartoons on again, it's that background noise. So we're very casual with the TV. It's not like a huge focus, but it is, seems to be on more than not in our household. Growing up, I was just too busy to watch a lot of TV. Uh, we were, everyone in our household was into different sports and we're always going, going, going. And it was a very rare occasion that my siblings and parents and I were all home at the same time. So we would do movie nights and we'd have snacky dinner, which now learning from Adriana is called charcuterie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. So growing up, we always had charcuterie, (laughs) but it was just snacky dinner. It was a snacky dinner. We got to watch um, TV or a movie together and eat in front of the TV. So that was kind of like our special treat. And then um, when we had Jackson, we were pretty strict with screen time. But then as he got older, I kind of started to think, okay, well, you know, the world is changing and they're having kids using tablets in schools now. And I don't know what it's going to look like when he goes into school. Like, am I restricting him from learning anything? So like, yes, we definitely still restrict the amount of time that our kids get TV, but we'll try to put on educational shows at least. So they're learning their phonetics or letters and numbers and colors. There's lots of great things on Netflix. We don't have cable, so we'll just use Netflix which is really funny when we go to a hotel or something and the kids are put the TV on and they're like, a commercial will come on and they'll be like, make this go away. (laughs) Or we want to continue watching that show. And we're like, sorry guys, this is cable. (laughs) You don't get to put on the next show or choose what you want. You're thinking, you don't even know what we went through. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, and now we'll do that. Every Friday we have family movie night and we'll order pizza or we'll make pizza and we'll eat it in front of the TV. And it's kind of just becoming our family thing because that's something I really enjoyed when I was younger. Right. Yeah, movie night with intention. I think that's a really cool thing to do. Absolutely. So yeah, you guys, I guess, talked a little bit about what your relationship is with your kids and TV, like what you wanted and then what is realistic. And once again, I know I'm coming at this from the point where I only have one kid and she's 17 months old, (laughs) but uh, my mom had taken me to a seminar once and I need to get the author's name, Megan Cox Gurdon. She wrote The Enchanted Hour and it is all just about reading to your kids. And they talk about studies that have been done on kids and screen time. And I showed this to my husband, Jordan, and he now is way more on board with me than he ever was before because they were studying kids' brains when they were being read to, when they're being read to with pictures, and then when they were watching a screen. And when they are being read to with pictures, there was so much activity happening in their brain. It was just completely lighting up so much going on when they were just being read to without pictures. So being talked to or listening to a podcast, there was still a lot of activity, but not as much. And then when they were watching a screen, there was almost zero activity. So that was kind of just good visual or like a wake up to be like, okay, well, 
they don't need it. And especially like at the age Collins is at, I find she's 17 months. She doesn't know what the TV is. She hasn't, can't ask for it yet. So I just feel like now is a good time to not give it to her. So my husband would be the one to always have the TV on. And he actually has started like, unless he's turning on with intention, turning it off. So it isn't just like this blinking screen that's calling Colin's name. <laughs> but I know sometimes when I come to work that Jordan will want to watch a little show and cuddle with her. So any screen time she gets is with Jordan. And then I just do no screen time with her. But at some point I know I'll need to make dinner and I'll get her to watch a show. <laughs> One thing I did want to bring up is my brother and his wife, they make TV coupons. So each of the kids gets, let's say one or two coupons per day. And so if they want to watch a show, they have to give their coupon. And the good thing about it is one, they're doing it with intention and two, all the kids have to decide together what show is going to be on. So it's also kind of that discussion and agreement. I wish we had that around when I was a child because my brother was always like, oh, I'm going to watch Power Rangers and like are all these different, you know, and I did not, I wanted to watch my shows and my older brother, somehow he always got to choose what we were watching. <laughs> I love that though. You guys know me and my background and how much I'm going to like want to read this study. <laughs> so I love reading scientific articles. <laughs> yes. And that would be great. But I do, I do notice that like, even for myself, you know, well, we always do books every single day with the kids and always, especially at bedtime. And once they're in bed, sometimes I just want to veg out and turn the TV on. And so it is, it's very mindless. I'll watch very mindless TV that it's probably not activating my brain at all. <laughs> sometimes I get really into a show though. And when I get really into a show, like I'm, I'm binging it. <laughs> Right. And like I said, I'm obsessed with documentaries. So that's usually what I'm watching. So then I do feel like I'm learning something from it too. And like you said, there's educational shows for kids too, and kids can learn a lot from it as well. So it's just whatever every family decides is good for them and what works for them. And it's intentional, but I know we've had a lot of ambassador families talk about TV detoxes that they've done. Oh, yes. Yeah. And once again, my brother and his wife and their kids, who I always talk about, ended up doing one recently too. And so I have asked different ambassadors like what theirs is. And I feel like the big goal for people is a month. They try and do like a month detox where they do either no screens or just set a limit, like no screens until this time or no screens past this time. There's so many different ways to do it, but I think that's really cool. That's yeah, that is interesting. I've never thought of a TV detox. Like maybe I should get Logan on board with this detox situation. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the summertime, I think for sure. Right. That's just a way to then get outside more, right? Because yeah. if you can't in quotations turn turn on the tv then you're just gonna think okay hey, what else am i gonna do instead i really like yeah. this coupon idea because jackson is in school now and he has his own friends and conversations that it's so strange that happen without me now it's so weird but <laughs> i'm still getting used to it i'm like tell me everything <laughs> what you guys talk about what you guys do <laughs> but yeah like i he wants to watch these shows now and he likes to play video games now. And so, you know, we'll restrict it to just on weekends and he'll get like an hour on Saturday and Sunday morning to play his video games because that also means that he gets up, he makes his sister and him breakfast. So like he'll pour a bowl of cereal or he'll make them toast with jam 
and then they'll go downstairs and she'll watch him while he plays like Mario or something for an hour. And then John and I just sleep a little bit longer. <laughs> and you're like, yes, we are at this stage now. Yeah. <laughs> what a dream. <laughs> but I like the idea. Let me know if you end up doing it, Cindy. Are there other times, so you can talk to this probably Cindy more than we can for kids, but Idri, you can answer too for yourself. Are there times when you find TV really is working in your favor? Like I use that example of, okay, I need to make dinner. And in this case, you're not helping me with dinner. So I'm going to let you watch TV and I'm going to make this, but is there any other times? Um, sometimes at dinner, I'll do that. Yeah. Usually my husband's done work by then though. So that's when he'll be spending time with the kids. But if I'm on my own, then yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Go watch a show. I need to cook dinner, but they're also getting to an age now where they like to help cook dinner. So that's been kind of fun and interesting and messy, but <laughs> yeah, that's it's a good learning experience for them and it teaches them so much and makes them feel responsible and Yes, I'm so glad you're letting them do that. That's we have so these little plastic knives that they use to cut the soft vegetables with and things like that that they like to right. do or fruit. And then um, sometimes at quiet time, now that they're not napping anymore, um, I'll usually try to have them coloring or reading books or you know just playing separately in their own bedrooms. But if that just it's just a day and that's just not happening and no one's cooperating, then yeah, like mama needs some time too. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's really fair. I feel like the, okay, so times that TV works in my favor would be like if I'm working quite a bit in the morning and Turner's maybe napping and I have the news on and it's like, I think again, is this almost like background noise, but it helps me feel connected to the world and like what's going on. And I switch around to different news channels and stuff because I do like kind of being in the know of what is happening. Um, and that's when I feel like it, it really works in my favor because I, my multitasking skills, I think like, I just love to like listen and be working at the same time and just, yeah, just knowing what's happening, I guess. So that's how I would answer that. Right. One more thing I want to say about screens too, and just not talking about TV is something I've been consciously doing lately is taking less photos and videos of my children. Oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that I'm not watching their, their lives through a screen. Okay, very cool. I don't know if you guys have noticed that lately. Like my, I've definitely decreased my posting and just that I'm just being more present. Well, I was wondering, that was one of my questions there with this screen time conversation that we're having is, yeah, about phones and having those out. And do you give your child a phone? Okay, yeah. And this is a whole other level where I'm probably wild again too because I try to my best <laughs> not always perfect but to not have my phone out a ton when Collins is awake but now she only naps once a day and that's usually like when we're out on an adventure or something too so I mean there is going to be times where I need to have my phone out so I try and say, oh, mommy's just calling so-and-so or whatever the case is. And I also, if I give her the phone ever, I put it on airplane mode so that she's not getting all the signals and stuff. But yeah, it is just always a balance. Like what Cindy was saying about even the photos, I want to have those photos and videos as memories, but I try and take them and then put the phone away and not make Collins necessarily be posy. Like just, I'm going to catch her in her natural habitat doing her thing. And even at my recitals, this was something that came to my mind is I've heard people say like, I want to watch my student, my kid perform. I don't want to just 
watch them through the screen, as you said, Cindy. But at the same time, you want to have that memory and they want to have that memory. So sometimes I'll see parents, one person video, one person watch live or even set up the tripod so they can film it, but then they're watching live. So that's- Or even just like hold my phone below my face so I can like yes. watch it with my eyes, but I'm still recording below. Or my kids are at this fun stage right now where they hate photos being taken of them. So they're always yelling at me, no photos, no photos. Adri's experienced this with my children. <laughs> and um, so yeah, a lot. I do a lot more candid. So like you said, less posing, I'm just, I want to see those videos because I, I love taking more videos and photos because you look back on the baby photos and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. But then you look at the video and like the first time they're swatting at a toy or like their first walk or step and crawling, like those are things and, and hearing their little coos and noises they used to make. Um, I just love that. But yes, I, so I do, I do still take them. I just, they're a lot more candid. Right. Yeah. It's a balance. Yeah. And for the screen time with the phones, um, I mean, yeah, if we're on a long road trip, which we, as you guys know, we do a lot of, then I don't mind giving them my phone or a tablet for a little bit of time, letting them play some games or watching a show, but we just balance it with, with other games and coloring and books and things like that. Or like um, there's like on podcasts or different listening devices, there's children's books that authors read. Yes. And that's great too. If the kids are getting wild in the car, they just sit and like, they love listening to stories. So I'll just play stories. We always said we'd be those parents at the restaurant who would never give our kids a phone. And then you're at a restaurant and you're in that window, which is like, I don't know, for us, it was maybe a year and a half to two and a half. It was really hard to go out and eat a meal at a restaurant. And so once in a while, we totally became those parents. We're like, here, just use this phone so that we can talk. <laughs> See, we tried to do that last night with Turner. And I guess, cause like, if I'm like working or on a call or something, I have, a, I have a few phones. I have a couple, a couple jobs on the go. Um, so he will take one of the phones on airplane mode, like Lauren said, and he will watch what I'm doing and he'll like pretend he's phoning his dad or whatever, but then he just kind of plays with it. And he's like, no, no, thanks. And he's like on to the next like he'd rather wheel his tractors around or whatever. So then when we're at the restaurant and I'm like, okay, he's starting to get really loud and call out. And I'm like, okay, we'll give him the phone. And he's like, no, thank you. I don't want that. It's <laughs> like, wants to like laugh and giggle and play and throw food and drop his food off the tray. But I guess they change in stages, right? Like, as you said, when they're around one and a half. So Turner being 11 months, it's kind of just that's what our thing is now. He doesn't seem overly fascinated by the phone anymore. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. If that means he's just like so used to the phone, he's like, whatever. <laughs> that's too funny. Well, so we were just talking about travel with your kids, Cindy. And Collins and I just had our 14-hour travel day from New York to Calgary. And something I was saying to Jordan is that I just wanted, if there was going to be any screen time, it to be the last resort and not the first resort. Not like, okay, we get on the plane or we get in the car and we hand it to her. We ended up only, we showed her videos for five minutes, the whole 14 hours. <laughs> so it ended up being really small anyways, but, and we just showed her videos of herself. That's what she likes to watch. <laughs> But I just didn't want it. And maybe that's the thing with the restaurant too. It's like, hey, let's go and sit at the restaurant, see how you do. And then if we need to pull it out because we just need to, then we do. 
sometimes the food takes a little while and as your kids are getting to that age now where you're like they really need to eat right away or they start getting hangry and that's when they start getting noisy and obnoxious right. <laughs> then it's like yeah you know you tried the bo- books you've tried the coloring you tried the toys and it's yeah last resort we actually didn't start introducing screen time until we were going on our first big international trip with our son and jackson would have been about colin's age maybe And it was kind of like, okay, how are we going to do this really long flight? Is he going to, what if he doesn't want to play with these toys forever? What if he wants to do something else? And so that's when I thought, well, maybe if I start introducing screen time now, he'll be just wanting to watch a movie on the airplane. Well, that age, they don't last very long on screens anyways. So it didn't work, but (laughs) But now having two kids and I do a lot of solo traveling. So when I took the kids to South America, it was like, Jackson, here's your headphones. Here is the movie on the back of the chair in front of you. <laughs> and then, but you know, they don't, it's kind of nice because when you, I guess I found for other parts of lives, if you limit things too much, then they just, that's all they want to do. So, you know, if they're used to getting a little bit of screen time once in a while, like they're not going to want to watch movies the entire trip. They want to hang out. They want to play games. They want to do other stuff. Right. They want to alternate. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay, is there anything else about screen time, ladies? I feel like we're going to need a part two episode for sure. Like we'll fast forward like maybe next year, like you said earlier, because (laughs) things might change, right? Like I have Turner and he's the way he is now with screens, but (laughs) that might be, he might get obsessed with the TV and then I'm going to have a situation that I'm going to need help with. (laughs) Yeah, there's so much dependent on where you are in your life, how many kids you have, what's going on. Like I know some people have said, oh, I was so sick during my pregnancy that I needed that to entertain my kids because I just needed to lie down on the couch and survive. So there's just so many things that make your circumstance at whatever time in your life different, right? And it's going to always be fluctuating and changing and what works for everybody is so different. Exactly. So yeah, definitely no judgment from this episode at all. Do yeah. work for you. <laughs> exactly. Our disclaimer at the beginning holds true. We just wanted to share what we're doing. And, you know, we talked to Tara in her episode about her 30 day no TV challenge. And I think that's just something cool that we could incorporate into our life at various times, depending what we're doing and what age our kids are at. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Let's move on to the final questions. Lauren. In the last few months, what was your best purchase under $100? Okay, this is the first one that came to mind with this. And I didn't even purchase it. So I don't know if I can take credit. My mom bought Colin's sand toys. And we have a sand pit in the backyard. And the amount of fun those few toys have given her in building sand castles and just destroying them and knocking them down and having her hands and toes in the sand is so worth it. So sand toys for the win. Yes. And you can use them in the winter too. Oh, tell me like with sand or do you have some unique with, with snow? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Genius. I think Collins has a water table. You can use them there too. Like sand yeah. toys are so universal and like use them for all things. So true. We bring them camping. So yes. Great tip. Oh, why? Then... Thank you. <laughs> okay. Can you share a book show or podcast recommendation right now? I'm sure you have a billion. (laughs) 
I know. How do I choose? This actually wasn't even the one I was going to recommend, but now since I ended up talking about it, I need to recommend it. The Enchanted Hour by Megan Cox Gurdon. I hope I'm saying that right. But yeah, check it out. It is more, I guess, scientific. I don't know if that's the word for it, but it's not like a beach read by any means, but it really is inspiring to get your kids reading and to limit screens. So all of that will also get you outside more, I'm guessing. Awesome. What an awesome read. If there was no time or money limit, where would you travel or explore? I've had Japan on my list for so long, mostly for the food, (laughs) but it's just high up there. I just cannot wait to eventually do Japan adventures one day. So that's the one I'm going to go with. Yes. Japan's amazing. I can't wait for you to go there. And then give me all your recommendations. (laughs) Well, this was pre-kids, so my recommendations may have changed. Might be a little different. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. So fun as always. Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars. And follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms.